0: Good morning, church. Welcome to The Well. My name is Jezikio Vitalzi, and I'm one of the leaders here. And if you're new with us, you're a guest, and we're glad that you're here. Please let us know that you're here by texting WELCOME to 480-530-7234. That way you'll get more info about The Well and all the fun and exciting things that we have coming down the pipe additionally if you are a member here great to see you again thank you for being part of our family we don't take you for granted we promise especially not in these times and we're so excited that the well is finally going to come back to in-person services uh you know in the near future i love that we did a practice service indoors this past weekend it gave me so much hope and 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 honestly just uh, lifted up my spirits and I honestly hope that I don't have to give another video sermon for at least the next few years because I am just so, you know, I don't know, starved for a congregation, for people to just be in the room with me. Uh, You know, don't get me wrong, though. This time of online church has been a very important time, you know, both for health and safety purposes on top of the fact that we've just been so lucky to have added so many different folks from across the nation who are tuning in and, and you know, joining our faith community um, from wherever they are. Um, and please know that even when we do go back to in-person services, you know, online church will still be available if you're someone who doesn't live in the greater Phoenix area. Although we uh, always welcome more, more people to the desert because we love it here and we know that you will too. So, <laughs> Anyway, as you already know, we are in our fifth installment of our sermon series um, about the Ten Commandments. And each week we've examined one commandment in depth. And this week we're working on uh, number five, which is honor your father and mother. Which is honestly perfect for this week, especially for me. You know, my mother, she celebrated, uh, let's just say, uh, the 30th anniversary of her 29th birthday this past Wednesday on the 16th. And, uh, you know, mom, if you're watching, I want you to know I love you. Happy birthday again. And uh, I'm sorry that I still technically revealed your age with that terrible joke I just said. But don't you fret, because like a fine wine, you make life better anyway (laughs) love you and also today is father's day oh man so i just want to give a shout out to all the fathers out there who just make such a huge impact in the lives of their children I especially want to give a special shout out to my dad, Sonny Vitalis, who's not only just my dad, but he was like the first pastor I've ever had, you know, for like the first 18 years of my life. And you know, he's the one that I look up to the most when it comes to giving a sermon. Um, So you know, dad, if you're watching, I love you. I hope you preached your heart out today you know, on this very important day of Father's Day. And uh, also, I prefer that you didn't give me any critical notes on this sermon. I will just assume that you loved it, okay? (laughs) And lastly, and uh, you know, perhaps most importantly, in the spirit of inclusivity, I wanna say this. I wanna say happy Father's Day to all the men out there who aren't biological fathers, but have served in the father role. You know who you are. Um, These men have had such a special place in our hearts. And I know for me personally, I've just had such a great life being mentored by these men. You know, I've had teachers, coaches, personal mentors who never had their own children, but served as a kind of father figure to me as well as countless, countless others. And I just, I know that that's made all the difference in my life and in the lives of whoever they touched. So... Um, I also think that it's important to note that there are probably folks who are watching right now who might not have a relationship with their biological father, but instead have adopted stepfathers or father-like figures who have shaped them in positive ways. So yeah, regardless of the kind of father you are, you're still a father. And today is the day that we honor you. And I hope that we all go out of our way today to show love to you and to let you know how much you mean to us. AKA, we will honor you, like the fifth commandment says, which is, you know, somehow a somewhat decent segue into today's topics, which like I said, we're studying the fifth commandment, honor thy father and mother. And today we're going to dissect the scripture regarding this commandment, what it actually means to honor our parents and why this is a very important commandment that will help us all to live out our best lives spiritually. And remember, we've said this in the past, but I want to say it again and to reiterate this point as essentially the lens for all that we'll talk about today. The Ten Commandments are not just a list of arbitrary rules that we follow. They are so much more than that. These commandments, oh man, these commandments were a progressive step for the Jewish people to become a tribe that the world had never seen before. And most importantly, these commandments were meant to liberate our souls and to help us achieve humanity in the deepest sense. So let's dive in then, all right? The scripture that I'll be reading from today that, you know, talks about the Ten Commandments is Exodus 20, verses 1 through 12. And the reason why I don't want to just skip right to the verse uh, that has the Fifth Commandment is because I want us to remember that the Ten Commandments were given to us in narrative form. And like we've said in past sermons in this series, the narrative is just as important as the commandments themselves because it provides us not only with just very important context, but it also really gives us a glimpse uh, into the uh, the heart of God. Um, So feel free to follow along either in your own Bibles or with uh, the words that will be projected on the screen. So like I said, this is Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 12. Then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in heaven above, or that is on the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God punishing children for the iniquity of parents to the third and fourth generation of those who reject me, but showing steadfast love to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not acquit anyone who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work. You, your son or your daughter, your male or female slave, your livestock, or the alien resident in your towns. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, but rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and consecrated it. Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord, your God, is giving you. May God add blessing to the reading of his word. So before we dig into that text, um, specifically the one that uh, really tackles commandment number five, I think it's important for us to just start off by philosophically asking the question, why should we honor our parents? What real utility or purpose does that actually have in our life? If the Ten Commandments are aimed at liberating the human soul, how are we more liberated by honoring our parents? Another important question that you know, is a follow-up to, to the one I just asked. Should we honor parents who mistreat us or parent in abusive ways? You know, while I have uh, great parents and I love them deeply and I currently enjoy a really great relationship with them, uh, you know, as 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 someone in my 30s, I struggled to have a healthy relationship with my parents for really most of my adolescent life. It always seemed like they were just there to say no to me in regards to all the things that I wanted to do, and as someone who values freedom and autonomy, probably more than most people, and probably even more than I should, if I'm being honest, this drove a huge wedge between us and, uh, you know, even hit a really bad breaking point when I was in high school. And, and things only really tempered when I left the house to go off to college. Which, you know, thankfully, the distance and time apart really helped mend fences with my parents um, and even more so I remember there were times in college where I really struggled as a person. I really struggled with my mental health and my parents, uh, specifically my, my father, you know came to my rescue and, uh, and that was so so, uh, you know, monumental in my life, that was something that really revived my spirit in such an important way. And I, and I also think that growing into an adult really helped me to see the world more from their perspective, um, which gave me more empathy for them. But even so, you know, I failed and I still fail to live up to this commandment because, you know, I don't know if I really understand it as well as, as, as I should. And I think that most people don't really understand it in, in, a, in a deep And healthy way so I think that if we really examine the fifth commandment and really see it for what it is and really get down into the 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 hidden truths and layers I think that there is something there that will really liberate us something that will let us know that uh, this is not just an arbitrary rule aimed at keeping us down because as you know Nothing in the Bible is arbitrary, and nothing is aimed at keeping us down. The wisdom of the Bible is always, is always intentional, and it aims to lift people up. And I believe that the same is true with the fifth commandment. It, it, is, it, it is aimed at lifting us up by reinforcing order in the family structure, which was a problem in antiquity, by the way, and also by creating an environment for a healthy parent-child relationship even if you don't believe in the bible let me say this you know science specifically psychology has a lot to say about the benefits of a stable family structure and a healthy parent-child relationship here's a few facts that i want to share with you that i think really illuminate a lot about you know why the pursuit of a healthy family is is important a few facts fact number one young children who grow with a secure and healthy attachment to their parents stand a better chance of developing happy and content relationships with others in their life. Another fact, fact number two, a child who has a secure relationship with parents learns to regulate emotions under stress and in difficult situations. Fact number three, a secure attachment to your parents leads to a healthy social, emotional, cognitive, and motivational development. Children also gain strong problem-solving skills when they have a positive relationship with their parents. Fact number four, having a healthy relationship to your parent as a child helps regulate chemicals in your brain and brain function, which also has a direct impact on your development. And then then here's the last fact that that, that I'll share, and I I really enjoyed this one. Children with a healthy parent-child relationship learn how to form healthy relationships, to behave appropriately, and to take care of their physical and mental health. And suffice it to say, basic developmental psychology makes a strong case that the fifth commandment really just helps us to understand how we benefit from honoring our parents and having a healthy relationship with them because Basically, it is the building blocks of humanity. It is the cornerstone relationship in which we will all flourish as people if we fall in line with what, how God envisioned our family, how God envisioned our relationships with our parents. So now, with the, all that being said, so you know, now that we kind of have read the scripture, we have science that very much you know, uh, supports the idea of honoring our mother and father let's get back to the text and you know let's let's see if we can find pieces of wisdom that aim to really liberate us spiritually I'll start off by examining an important thing to know about the fifth commandment it is the first of the horizontal commandments so imagine this you know in the ten commandments we have the vertical commandments which are the first four those are involving humans to God you know aka the vertical commandments and then the next six are called the horizontal commandments which you know are from people to people. They're they're typically involving social matters. And of those six horizontal commandments, honor your mother and father is number one. Murder is number two, by the way. Honor your mother and father is number one. Doesn't that seem weird? It seems weird, right? Except, you know, maybe it isn't. And here's why. Moses clearly knew the importance of the family. He more than likely believed that the way to create a new tribe that was different from other tribes was to make the family the cornerstone of society because he saw firsthand how breakdowns in family structures caused nations to fall additionally he more than likely believed that the survival of people depended on healthy family structures that's why he says in verse 12, honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord God is giving you. Assuming that your parents are doing their job correctly, you know, honoring your parents becomes this very key idea because when you honor your parents, you absorb their wisdom An experience to live a greater life, as opposed to you know trying to toil through life's many complex ideas and thoughts and experiences through you know basically no help or no training, Uh, you know just kind of fumbling through the world without you know someone to really guide you through it. And parents teaching their children all the necessary ways for survival led to a longer, more prosperous life, which was obviously a very important objective in the ancient world, right? And on the flip side, we see that honoring parents not only helps the children to, you know, really flourish, but it also helps the parents as well. It it, it aids in their survival as well. In fact, Jesus himself brings up this very point in Mark chapter 7 when he rebukes the Pharisees and their traditions uh, for giving, for offering, because he was making the point that you know there's strict traditions around giving to the church and ordering their folks to give most if not all of their income to the church this was putting parents in a very vulnerable position in terms of survival you know jesus said like you are breaking the fifth commandment by ordering your folks to give all this money so that they can't even have enough money to give to their family to their parents you know, that it was, a, was a big deal to Jesus, and that was something that he rebuked the Pharisees on. So it is just very clear to me that, you know, this point illustrates that we are called to honor our parents, and this goes not only as, for us as children who live in our, our, our parents' house, but this goes into adulthood. And this even exists when our parents pass away because we honor them by essentially extending their legacy. So with that being said, I think that honoring our parents is truly a cornerstone idea. In fact, it is such an important key concept for the gospel, as well as for you know, all of the Bible in general. It is referenced 85 times in both the Old and New Testament in total. 85 times. All right, This is a commandment that really opens up so much of life to us if we allow it. So now that asks the question, okay, so now that we understand the importance of it and kind of where this, where this commandment comes from, how should we exactly honor our parents? Um, I've created a list. It's not like, a, you know, the ultimate list, but I think it's a good place to start. And I, and I also think that, you know, uh, it's, it's twofold. Um, and I've broken it up into two categories, you know, how we should honor our parents as children and how we should honor our parents as adults so let me first start off with how children can honor their parents they can honor their parents by obeying their wishes and their rules all right this is something i I struggled with but the more i I grew up and the more i realized kind of what my parents vision was for our family is they were hoping that they could teach us discipline that they they were hoping that we would learn to um to live a, a really great life with not uh such a, a deep demand for materialism they wanted us to be safe they wanted us to be healthy they wanted us to um, really live within a boundary system that uh really funneled us towards success um it wasn't just arbitrary stuff meant at keeping us down even though it, it, it did feel like that at sometimes and perhaps there was a little bit of that there i mean they're, they're not perfect but we honor our parents by obeying their wishes and their rules and that benefits us as children we honor our parents by expressing gratitude and appreciation. You know, I feel like being a parent is such a thankless job. I I I'm not a parent myself, but I you know, I see what my, I see my mom at work a lot. I see my dad at work a lot, you know, just parenting us, really doing, you know, everything they possibly can to just give us a leg up and and, and that is often thankless work. And I think that you know, uh, we, we, we renew their spirits and we help uh, our parents be their best by expressing gratitude and appreciation for them, which in turn, you know, as, as people who express gratitude and appreciation, that will in turn make us better people. Another way we honor our parents is learning from their wisdom and their life experiences. You know, I, I, my, uh, one, of my, uh, one of my father figure mentors that I, that I still hold dear in my heart, he always likes to say, you know, Jizekiel, I, I I'd like to think that the reason why I made so many mistakes in life was so that you don't have to, right? You know, uh, and, and I imagine it's, it's important for us in our development as we, as we seek to learn about ourselves, as we seek to, to find our own personhood, to understand our parents, where we came from, what was their story, you know, uh, what were their life experiences, what were, what were lessons that they learned so that we can extend their legacy as well as uh, live uh, a more refined life uh, because we have someone who has shown us the way. They made the mistakes so that maybe we don't have to. Another way we honor our parents is children, um, by being an extension of their legacy, by you know, understanding that uh, by being their child, I am an extension of them. I am an extension of their personhood. I, I, I want to honor them by being the best version of myself to others because that reflects wonderfully on them and you know uh the the job they did as parents as well as you know essentially you know uh you know sharing sharing your parents with the world uh, in, in a beautiful and honoring way we honor our parents by praying for them you know like i said you know our parents uh, they're people they're, they make mistakes they, they they go through struggles in life um it's important that we pray for them it's important that we uh that we lift them up in prayer because not only will that help them to uh, to live out great lives themselves, but they will be better parents to us if we pray for them. And lastly, uh, and 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 obviously, again, this is an exhaustive list. But uh, you know, the, my last point for how we as children honor our parents is by forgiving them. And again, that's 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 something that benefits both parties. Um, I think that we should forgive our parents because uh, they. You know a lot of them try really hard they make mistakes as human beings but the love is there the care is there the effort is there and so we should we should we should empathize with that and forgive that but also you know forgiveness uh, does wonders to the human heart and uh, as our parents have made mistakes and they've mistreated us they've abused us they've they've they've, they've done some things Um, I think that for their sake and for our sake forgiveness Is a beautiful way to honor them so now as adults how can we honor our parents because like i said just because you move out of the house just because you become an adult yourself doesn't necessarily mean that the work is over (laughs) you know you and your parents don't somehow become peers that never happens by the way even though it might feel like it you know in your in your later life um but as adults this is how how we can honor our parents we we can honor our parents by passing on their knowledge to our own children or perhaps to, to those that we care for. You know, I'm, a, I'm an academic advisor at Arizona State University, and, and I'm in charge of academically advising, you know, hundreds of uh, first-year college students, you know, 18-year-olds who are just out of high school. And I'd like to think that, you know, a big part of that advising and me serving as a mentor to them is really kind of uh, instilling into them the values that my parents taught me and I honor my parents in that work. Something else that is underrated and, and very, very important, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but, I, uh, but it needs to be said, we honor our parents by visiting them, right? By visiting them. I can't tell you how many times I've played music at nursing homes and the first thing that they tell me is, oh my goodness, we're so happy that you're here. These folks never get guests. They never get guests. They have children, but they never get guests. Wow. I want us to really remember that. You know, it's important that your parents, they they worked all they worked for 18 plus years to take care of you, to raise you, to do the thankless work of parenting. And then when they reach their later lives, they're abandoned. That's not the way it's supposed to be. That's not what Jesus wanted. We are to take care of our parents when it is our turn to take care of them. That is how we honor them. We are supposed to take care of them. You know, we are supposed to support them. We are supposed to make sure that because they gave us a great life, we ensure the safety, the healthiness, and the stability of the latter years of their life. And even as they pass we still honor them as adults we honor them by telling their stories when they're gone by honoring their memory by by living a life in in service to them in honor to them so that their legacy is eternal and they can live an eternal life through you and through and through the many people that they have touched we have to remember that honoring parents is something that benefits both sides, you know. Parents do better when they have children that honor them. Children live better lives when they have supportive parents who they look up to and and, and honor in that way. That is at the heart of the fifth commandment. Which leads me to my final point, and I'm not going to end on this point because it's not the greatest point in the world to end on, but it is my final point because I'm sure a lot of you are asking this right now. How do we honor parents that seemingly aren't worthy of honor? And I think you know what I mean by that. And before I get into this, let me first start off by saying that I've seen too many instances in life, especially in church, by the way, especially with the families that I've observed in church, where parents have used the fifth commandment as a shield for poor degrading and abusive parenting and if you're a parent who's watching this right now i hope you take to heart that being a parent is a privilege being honored by your children is a privilege there are people in this world that would do anything to be parents There are people in this world who would do anything to feel the love and honor of their children. And just because we are to honor our parents does not mean that we are supposed to put up with mistreatment. That is not what this commandment is about. In fact, the Bible takes a hard stance against this. Colossians chapter 3, verses 20 to 21 says this, Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Parents, do not embitter your children, so they will not become discouraged. Again, the fifth commandment is not just a, um, a commandment that aims at uh, essentially giving parents unchecked rules <laughs> for their household, and allowing them to rule with an iron fist, that's not what this is about. This is about a healthy parent-child relationship, that's what this commandment's about. This is about a healthy family structure, this is about Moses, God, instilling the value set that is, if the family is healthy, the nation is healthy, the church is healthy. That's what the fifth commandment aims at, 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 at doing, and that is what liberates us as people. And if you're someone out there who has suffered from parental abuse, please know that my heart goes out to you and that we're praying for you. That is not God's will. That is not God's plan. The fifth commandment is not an excuse for what you had to endure during your upbringing. It's also important to keep in mind that it is possible to honor our parents and condemn them for their poor practices at the same time. These are not mutually exclusive concepts. It's okay to cut off a relationship with an abusive parent. It's okay to to set healthy boundaries with parents who aren't worthy of being close to you. We honor bad parents by acknowledging their struggle and knowing that you know they must have had it rough with their own parents, by empathizing with their life experiences, by praying for them, and by forgiving them. That's how we honor those folks. And keep in mind, honoring your abusive parents in that way not only pleases God, but can be the necessary first steps for healing. It might not seem like uh, parent, uh, abusive parents are worthy of being honored. And that might be somewhat true, but know that we don't honor them just to give them honor. We honor them because it pleases God and we honor it, be- and we honor them because it liberates us. And so I'll conclude this sermon by saying that no matter what your parental situation is, there is always a way to honor your parents, and keep in mind this will look different from person to person. Some of us are fortunate enough that honoring our parents is as simple and easy as just enjoying the relationship that God has blessed you with. You know, and if that's you, uh, you thank God every day for that because that is not always the case. And for the rest of us, and for um, you know, honoring our parents is a complex, complex endeavor. Of forgiveness and healing. But no matter what, know that God is with you. God wants the best for your soul. God wants you to flourish in your family endeavors, because with that comes true, true liberation. I know this firsthand. I know this because I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen it with my own parents. I've seen it with myself. And this is how we become a different tribe. This is how We can experience the fullness of humanity by this simple, simple commandment of honoring our mother and father. So, as children, we should ask ourselves every day how can I better honor my parents in a way that pleases God and liberates my heart? As parents, we should ask ourselves every day how can I be worthy of this honor? So that my child or my children can flourish. If we can all work towards that every day, then the fifth commandment has done its job. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you for this commandment. Thank you that you are our parent and we all, you know, get to just be fortunate enough to have a healthy relationship with you if we so choose to put in the work, Lord. And I pray that as we put in the the work to have a healthy relationship with you, we put in the work also to have a honoring relationship with our parents, Lord. And I pray that that truly sets us free. I pray that that brings us to a place of love, to a place of peace, and to a place of humanity. We pray all of this in your name. Amen.